3: so excited to have Carlos Whitaker here with me today. What is up, Carlos? Yeah, what's going on? You are single-handedly going to restore humanity with hope, and I love that.
0: (laughs) I don't know about all that.
3: I love it. I'm doing what I can. But you are, I mean, like it is, I feel like it is your mission to let people know that like hope is not gone. Like it is, we are, hope we just need a recalibration is what you say.
0: We, 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 because, you know, I think a lot of people want to reset. Like, like, it's like, oh, like, like when your computer's slow, it's like, oh, what do I, what do I do? Like we got to, you know, completely reset it, control alt, delete it, you know? And, And it's like, no, like actually like We're not too far off. Like, people think, like, this is as bad as it's ever been, but it actually isn't. Okay, let's um, break
3: that down. Tell me why, because I hear that all the time. And honestly, like, I'm not really a doomsayer either, but I'm a total empath. And I have a daughter who's three and a half. And I, like, after COVID and all that, I kind of did hit the subscription, subscribe to, oh my God, what's happening with the world? Like, are we all like gonna die? No one can get along. Like, why is there so much suffering that we're just doing to each other? You know, like it took me a a minute and I love that you talk about like depression and stuff, how you have dealt with it and you go into depression and then how you get out of it. Because like, I went into a little bit of a depression after my daughter was born and COVID hit that I was like, I I don't know about this world. Like what is going to happen? Are we all is like, is the United States going to fall apart? Are we going to be in mayhem? Like is,
0: yep. why can't we
3: get along?
0: My answer to all of um, well, first of all, for, for any of the doomsdayers like myself and yourself included that have been like, oh my gosh, is the United States going to fall apart? Uh, if we just look back at history books, the answer is yes. At some point, mm-hmm. every great empire has collapsed and mm-hmm. we won't be, we're in line. Okay. So, so we yeah, know, that, you're right. but okay. So knowing that's the case, also we can look at the history books <laughs> and go actually like, there were people who were chopping each other's heads off only 150 years ago with swords uh because they disagreed on things and that's not necessarily happening these days so like as as much as it's this is probably as bad as we have felt it it definitely is not as bad as it's been before you know and so i just I try that. to re- i try to remind people like i mean seriously look look from the dawn of humanity until now and you will see a lot worse, a lot worse. I mean, even even like as a black guy, like for me in the South, right? Like things aren't still perfect for me, but things are a lot better than they were even 50 years ago. So therefore, like I I do have some hope that it's a recalibration, not a reset that has to happen. Does that make sense?
3: That does make sense. And I totally hear you on that. And I feel like, honestly, what happened in 2020 was kind of, I mean, it's it, it is a blessing that everything can get like, exposed and brought to the surface because then yeah. I feel like as a collective we're all like whoa okay we do need to recalibrate we do need yeah. to get a, a grip on this and like r- restore humanity a little bit so tell me you wrote this amazing book how to, how to human
1: what no, a bold yeah, title. how to human That's I mean it.
3: let's talk about how to human <laughs> I mean let what details tell me where the inspiration came from because we were talking a little bit briefly yep. before you came on you have been a preacher you are such an enthusiast for life and hope and giving people inspiration and sharing tools like how to get out of depression, anxiety, how to have hope. And so I'm guessing all this led to your book, How to Human. Let's talk about the basic outline of this book and yeah. what do we need to do to human? And you give us three big points.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three. So, So here's the deal. I, obviously the last three years have, you know, we have collectively as the human race gone through uh collective trauma together. Like all of us. We have net, we're all pandemic rookies, uh, which led to racial unrest, which led to a presidential election that made us want to hate our own family members, which led to it just kept going. You know, and it's like, oh my gosh. And I finally I realized uh, it was like 2021 that the more people I talk to, the less like uh the less. I believed what, I mean, I, I hate even using these two words because they've been so skewed, but the word, the media, right. Be, be it whatever they want us to really believe that we hate each other. Like, like they want us, but the more I talk to people, the more I realize they're so tired of hating each other. Everybody is just tired of hating each other and is really looking for a way to, um, to not necessarily unify over like opinions, but to come back to some semblance of like doing this human thing well. And so I just kind of started digging in. I started researching like what I could, looking, looking at the life of Jesus, you know? And I tell people in the book, You can believe in Jesus as like a historical figure like Dondi or Mother Teresa, uh, or you can believe in Jesus is the son of God. And you still, he still wins the human of the millennium award. Right. Yeah. He's still awesome. He's still awesome. So, so no matter how you look at him, like he, what a great guide to just look at at his humanity, not his divinity. So I kind of use him as our guide. And, uh, and when I was looking, I just was like, man, you know what he did every day? He saw people and he freed people, Mm. see humans, free humans, see humans, free humans every single day over and over. And I was like, what if we just copied and pasted that into, into our lives? I mean, like, if we look at the last few years, like the reason why people are screaming is because nobody's seeing them. That, I mean, if if there's one human felt need that we all have is to be seen. Yes. And so, you know, I, I, I start the book off with be human, which is like, you know, before we can see anybody, we got to see ourselves. So we've got to realize who we were created to be find our identity and really dig into that, right? Like, you know, I live here in the South. I mean, we were just talking before the show, like I'm I'm friends with uh, Kaylee and Russell Dickerson and I tell Russell all the time, like, you know, I didn't really like country music till I met Russell. And, and, you know, he's got now, man, I listen to these songs cause I'm not from the South, uh, but I listen to these songs about like Dixie cups and sweet tea and fireflies. And I'm like, bro, like I have never been more proud to be in the South than when I listen to, you know, blue Tacoma. I'm like, go get me a blue Tacoma. Right. <laughs> and, and, and I, so I'm telling people like, like that, that are from here. It's like, Hey, listen, of course there's things that like, we're all ashamed of in our history. There's things that we're all ashamed of, but be fully who you are. If you're from the South, I mean, love your sweet tea and your fireflies and your Dixie cups and your mashed potatoes. Like all of these things are so awesome. So be that. If you've if you got an Italian grandma and you've never made homemade pasta, what are you doing with your life? Like tap into who you were really created to be mm-hmm. and be fully human. Once you can be that, oh, then it's so much easier to see other people, right? Because it's like, oh, I'm confident in who I am. Now I can see people that may not look like me, think like me, Vote like me, love like me, all of these other things. Guess what? You can still see them without um, giving up on your values or whatever it is that you may believe, you know, wholeheartedly about something. We can actually do this, and so seeing people is that next step, you know. And I think that that's probably the hardest piece is because we've been. We, we, we can get siloed in our social media circles. We just want to follow the voices that agree like uh, agree with our point of views. And so suddenly when we hear or see somebody from outside of our point of view, it's so hard to see them. Um, but that's not the last step. So that's why you know, my book How to Human, it's like, oh, how to human three ways to share life beyond what distracts, divides and disconnects us. And it's like, well, well, thanks, editor, for that cute little subtitle. But when you read this book, it's not like a bumper sticker. Like, like when you read the book, it's actually hard. Like this isn't easy, which is why I wrote a book about it, because I think that it is a difficult, very intentional thing that we've got to do in order to right the ship. Right. And so once you see somebody now, you get to put your money where your mouth is and you get to free them. So now Ooh. it's like, oh man, now, now you got to go even farther. It's like, well, Carlos, I saw them. Like, I let them know that I love them in spite of our disagreements. I'm like, that's cool. Round of applause for you, but you're not done. Now, what can you do to give them a little bit of freedom? Oh my gosh. Okay, so,
3: how do we do that?
0: Yeah, you got to get close, there's got to be proximity. See, when you I have say to care, people,
3: you have to really care.
0: You have to care and you can't see somebody through binoculars, right? Like like, like people want to, you know, read, you know, be human, see humans. Oh, well, I can see them through my binoculars. No, what a horrible way to see somebody. You ever try to find somebody, like you see a bird in a tree, you pull out some binoculars, you're like, I want to see it closer. But then it takes you five minutes to find it again because it's so hard to see them from that far away with binoculars. You have to get close and you have to, you have to care. And you were talking about being an empath. You've got to grow in your empathy. I talk about that in my book. The, one of the ways to do that is through curiosity. Curiosity leads to empathy. And so, yeah, you know, like it's, it's, um, I, I, as we record this, where I'm a day away from it coming out.
3: Are you so excited? And you've already sold like what? 6,000 plus copies.
0: Yes. Yes. I mean
3: that. So are you already a bestseller?
0: I mean, who knows? I mean, I I honestly, I, and this may sound like I'm, I'm just saying this, but I really don't care. Um, you don't care,
3: but it's nice. I mean, you know, Sure.
0: I I mean, I'm a bestseller, like on Amazon, you know, um,
3: I saw you already at number 10. I know. Listen, I mean, closer now, probably you're like at number five by now. I mean, coming for you,
0: Prince Harry. I'm coming for you, Prince Harry. But (laughs) yeah, you know, like, like, I think people are ready for this book. People are ready to like, be challenged and and gently led. I feel like I have a the capacity to you know have hard conversations in grace filled ways, and so you know lead people gently towards. Okay, maybe I can maybe I can do this a little bit better. I although my face is on the cover of the book, I am not the expert of on, on humaning. Okay, if humaning is a verb like that, like I am not the expert. Like I use other guides to get us there, and so um, yeah, you know I'm excited. I'm pumped. I think the book is going to be something that helps a lot of people.
3: So. Is it, have you written another
0: book before? Uh, This is book number four.
3: Okay. So you love to write books.
0: I love to write books. And, but here's the thing about this one. Like my other three books have been like in the faith space, like primarily, like, like they're just kind of like, it'd been, and so they've been very kind of like, I've got a pretty narrow net. This is the widest net I've ever cast because mm-hmm. I've got, I now have a lot of people that I like got Buddhists and Muslims and, you know, atheists and a lot of people that follow me that, that I love to help lead, you know, in their lives. And so I wrote this book with a lot wider audience in mind. And so that's why I'm really excited about this. Cause I feel like, you know, anybody, no matter what your point of view is wants to be better, you know? And so I wanted to help them with that.
3: So your goal, I feel like Tom, I'm, I'm just assessing you. Your goal is (laughs) you want to get beyond the religion. You want to get beyond all the confines that we have boxed ourselves in all the things that have separated us, all the reasons to make us different. And you want to get it's like that picture I just saw. It's like nine skeletons all lined up to each other. And it's like Buddhist, black, white, Muslim, Christian. And like, we're all a skeleton. Like you want us, everyone is the same. You want us all to say like, listen, we need to go deeper instead of just having these, like this war of just like hating people on paper. Like we need to actually get to the human and to the heart and get into our own lives and understand ourselves. Then, care about others, and then actually do something about it.
0: Do something about it. But yes, I mean, that's it. I mean, you, you should be my therapist because you figured me out in like two <laughs> seconds flat. Like I, that's what I want. You know, I, wa- I want us to, I, and listen, I know that everyone's uh, opinions, their faith. I, I know that these things are like things that we like would die for. Like we believe these things with everything inside of us. And one of the things that I say in the book is... I don't stand on issues. I walk with people. Mm. And 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 when people ask me, well, Carlos, where do you stand on that issue? I always say, I don't. I don't stand on issues. I walk with people. And it drives people crazy because what they want me to do is give them a soundbite so they can make a, a decision whether to follow me or to not follow me. Right, right, right. But, but, but I'm like, no, listen, like that's not the point here. The point here is walk with people that don't look like you think, like you vote, like you love, like you, you know, eat like you, all the things like you walk with them, truly walk with them. And if we really start doing that, Gosh, it's just going to make us so empathetic. It's going to make us just so much better at this humaning thing. And walking with people and not standing on issues doesn't mean I don't have opinions on issues. I got lots of opinions on a lot of issues and I share them. But just because I just because I turn my heart towards somebody else doesn't mean I'm turning my back on what I believe. But I, and also, but, we
3: don't know everything. So what if you actually could learn something from someone, you know?
0: I've got a journal. Oh, it's upstairs. I've got a change my mind journal and oh. I try to find two things every week to change my mind on. We don't change our mind. We think changing our minds the worst thing we could ever do. I try to change my mind on two things. And I'm going to talk about like deep things. It could be deep things, but it was like the other week I was like, Oh, I think I like cauliflower rice this week. Like, like I'm just like change something, but every week find something you can change your mind on. I love that you said that because I think that's so important.
3: I feel I'm, I'm, I've, I've like, case studied myself. I, i I'm actually like, I get, I am, I guess, I feel like I'm super like passionate about things, but at the same time, I feel like I am so aware that no one really knows anything. I mean, everyone knows something, but like, it's all just people trying to survive and to live. So like, I have a hard time actually aligning with anyone because I'm like, I think anyone who's so set in an opinion nothing can ever say the same. Like you said, like all great empires fall, you know, it's yeah. like everything is going to change. It's yeah. all going to. So I have a hard time, like even like getting footing sometimes because well, like, I can see like why people, be- and I can also see somebody for all their traumas that has led them to their belief system. Yes. So it's like it's people who are doing terrible things. I can actually go back to the origin of where they started. Yeah. And I'm like, I see how they got here.
0: You know, yes, yes. everybody that, that everybody that has a an opinion that you vehemently disagree with got there through true experience, true lived life experience in their life. So, although where they have landed, maybe dehumanizing, maybe whatever, like it's it's true lived experience that has gotten them there, right? And so, it's like if you can see that, and then also something else that you just said, I don't want it to it go by your listeners' ears, is like like you. Like to it's so important to make sure that you're listening to people and people that are pouring into your lives, that you see that they can actually shift and move, that they're not so locked in, mm. like never changing. This is the only way. This is, you know, like like sure, I, I get that there's gonna be, you know, foundational truths for everybody, but like if if they don't ever move or grow like like i tell people all the time like who am i like i'm a christian guy but who am i to be like yep i figured god out like god is i like i know he makes the earth spin and float and he spit the stars in the sky but i got him i got him 100 percent. no like i am still learning every single day and so if you're following people make sure that they're still learning they're still growing they're still shifting
1: this is it your moment this is your time to make your comeback with purdue global
4: Go to Nix.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. I I feel like I have been,
3: in the past with this podcast, I have been so actually obsessed with traumas and like the suffering of the world because I'm such an empath that like, it's debilitating to me sometimes where like I will like feel and see people's pain so much that like it kind of like messes up my life because I, I get stuck in that this is existing. But I feel like what do you want? Like, how do you when you get into a moment? Because I love this. Like, I I feel like now I'm shifting from like being obsessed with like the pain and the suffering right. into like what you're doing. Like, how do we do something about it? Like, how yeah. am I gonna like instead of just pouring sa- more sadness into what's already yeah. happening? How do I actually create a positive momentum and do some changing? So, like you've talked about you have bouts of depression and you are very honest about sharing that. What do you do when you find yourself there? Because I feel like a lot of people don't have tools to get Mm -hmm. out of there. And I feel like the goal that I want to do with my podcast this year is like, give people some real tools to help themselves when they find themselves in a situation that they don't know how to get out and they feel trapped and they feel hopeless. Like, like your book, like how do we shift from this hopeless spot the world's blown up. My life is over. Like, I, I'm in this deep hole. How do we get out of there?
0: You know, I think the first thing we have to, you have to change language. You have to change your language. And this <laughs> is very helpful for me. I'm not saying your language. It's language in general, whenever we're going through bouts of mental health crises or whatever it is. I, what, I, what I began to do, and this is, again, this is my tool, my tool bag, what I, what I do. And it is, I had to change the way I would talk about it. So I used to say things like, I have anxiety. And what I'm doing, I mean, listen, psychologists, neuroscientists, they would they all tell us that our words literally are cementing truths into our brains, wiring them. So when we say things like, I have anxiety, you've suddenly made an agreement, like mm. a binding, a binding like neuropathway agreement that this is something that now Owns you that mm. you have. So I've changed my language from "I have anxiety" or "I have depression" to "I'm going through a season of anxiety or depression." Why well, now? Why is that important? Well, because seasons have what? They have beginnings and they have ends. And so, for me, just even saying that I'm going through a season that gives me hope that there's an end. That that gives me hope that I'm going to come out. The backside, you know? And so that's one thing. And then the second thing I would say to that, to that point about what we say is um re- replace the lies that we're believing with truths. Right. And so, you know, for me, it's constantly looking, okay, what is the truth that can replace this lie that I believe about? Okay, I'm never gonna get out of this. I'm so depressed, I'm so whatever the feeling is when I can't get out of bed. I just go and I find the truth. For some people, those truths are going to be truths that other people have spoken or viewed. For some people, those are going to be truths in your faith, whatever that may be. But to replace those lies with truths has been such an important step for me. I I literally have them. I used to carry them in my pocket when I was in a deep season of anxiety and depression. I literally would pull out these truths and say, no, I am an overcomer. I am not bound by depression. And I would say, I would read it out loud. And what am I doing? I'm literally scientifically creating new neuropathways as i'm speaking these things so for me my words have become so important Uh, Mm. and even my kids now my kids when i hear them talk they'll say to their to to each other their siblings or to their friends actually don't say that because that is not you that's something you're going through and i'm like oh my gosh this parenting thing is working you know (laughs) holy crap i've done
3: done. my work here is done
0: (laughs) yeah so you know i mean those are two little things that i do but Obviously, I mean, I have a couple podcast episodes on my Human Hope podcast where I probably two in particular, where I dive deep in for an hour and a half on like very specific tools that I use in those seasons. Um, and and then also another episode where I talk to people about if they have family members, if they're not suffering, but how to help their family members go through it as well.
3: That's amazing. Yeah. When did you become so fired up about hope? When did it become your mission like to really get this? get people hoping in a better future, get people fired up that it's not, that we're not stuck. When did this become your MO?
0: I think, I think it was, I know it was 2020. Like I I know it was when I began to talk about, you know, I was talking on, on, in 2020, that's when I saw me talk about very difficult subjects like racism or whatever it is. But I was talking about it in ways that, where 99% of people would would like not want to listen to that because they would feel shamed or judged. For some reason, when I was talking about it, uh, they felt hope. They felt like, oh, oh, like maybe this is... And so when I saw that, I was like, huh, like maybe people actually could have these conversations if someone has them in a hope-filled way. Well, it's you know,
3: because you don't, you don't make it wrong for people to believe different things. I think that's right. your gift. Like you really don't make it wrong for people to have other feelings.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It's it's not. It's I mean, we're our everyone's feeling is valid, literally. Even if, even if you don't agree with how they feel, it's it's still what they're feeling. So you know, and then I also try to turn the spotlight back on me a lot instead of being like, "This is what you need to learn." You know, I do a lot of diversity, equity, inclusion trainings at, in corporations, and I travel America helping you know companies with this. And the in you know they're always like, "Gosh, like that was actually so hopeful." Like I'm so hopeful at the end of that. Why is that? And I was like because i didn't come in here giving you data about how bad you are like i get right. i i come in here and i tell you no listen here's how things can change and i believe that you can be one of the first ones to help it change so yeah you know i got i think i i got super into giving people hope calling myself a hope dealer in 2020 a hope
3: dealer Yeah, oh, I, I love that a hope
0: dealer in 2020 and then you know and then 2021 um, you know, we started kind of giving money away on my Instagram platform and ah, then Let's
3: talk about that a little bit because okay. you're not just like sort of giving money away on your Instagram platform. You're like raising hundreds of thousands of dollars and you're changing people's lives. Like you're walking into Waffle House and you're asking people at the Waffle House who work there, "What are your dreams? Like what yeah. what would bring you joy?" Like you're just sitting down. So talk about this. How this started because this like brought, it brought a lot of tears to my eyes. It's really Yeah. It is life-changing to give people hope and to actually yeah. See people receiving this hope is incredible. So, talk to me about what you're doing here.
0: Well, yeah. So, my Instagram—I call them the Insta familia. Uh, They're kind of like my gang, right? Like, like we we go. We're hope dealers, right? And and I started in 2021 um, with like one lady that was one of my Instagram followers. Needed. She was having multiple seizures a day. She needed a seizure alert dog, and I I went to her GoFundMe. She didn't tell me about it, but I saw it was thirty thousand dollars. She was fifteen thousand dollars in. Um, she'd been raising for two months and I was like, well, I wonder if we could give her like a thousand dollars. That would be so cool. And I posted it and I think it was 30 seconds later, she had 30 something thousand dollars. She had all her money. And I was like, what the crap just happened? Like who, who are these people following me that they would do this like in literally seconds flat. And then, so I was like, oh, I wonder if we could do this again. So I did it again. And then we raised, we gave a piano player in the LA airport, a $70,000 tip uh, that we raised in... (laughs) I think it was like uh, four hours. And so. How, how
3: do you know when it's when you, when you are, how it. do you know when it, you feel, feel
0: it? I, I feel it. I, I I just feel You it. like meet like, someone
3: and you're like, this yep. is the one. It,
0: it's never been, it's never been someone has said, hey, Carlos, can you help this person? It's always been, I just, I run across and I'm like, I see this guy playing the piano. Nobody's paying attention to him. Everyone's on their phones. He has $15 in his tip jar. I was like, this guy's a, about to get blessed. Insta familiar, it is time. I start live streaming. Let's go. Bam, 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 bam. He literally looks at me, and says, "My hope has been restored in humanity." And then Waffle House, like this is the first time I've done it in Nashville. I always do this as I'm traveling around. Uh, but yeah, we just in the last uh, week we did it in 24 hours, raised $145,000 for uh, five Waffle House employees and two Walmart employees. Five, six, can't remember. But um, and and we we gave them all like 20 grand, and you know I walked in and gave them $20,000, you know, and I feel like Santa Claus. But what's beautiful about this? Here's the thing that's beautiful is. I mean, I only gave 500 of my own dollars. Like, like I, I am, I could not have done. This is a collective community of people that that stand on opposite sides of a lot of issues that vote for different presidents, coming together to change people's lives and give hope. And it's become addicting to not only me but my community. So every few months, I, I just kind of like, oh, I think it's time. I'm feeling it let's find somebody we find somebody bam we do these giving blitzes and change their lives and so you know over the last year and a half I started this I guess almost two years now in 2021
3: is this we, kind of what inspired your book too though because you uh, realize that yeah. we all can come together
0: yes well you know again I'll I, I'll take I'll take polls on my instagram like hey are do you lean left or right politically and it's mind-blowing that it's like 53 47 like it's literally split right down the middle of the people that are doing this together every day, having conversations with me. You won't find that anywhere. You won't find that anywhere on the internet. And so I'm like, wow, like, look, when you do something hopeful, people will come together. 2.4, no, now $2.5 million they've deposited into Venmo and PayPal in the last two years. That we, It's crazy.
3: Do you just feel like you're living in magic because you're actually seeing the goodness of humanity. And I think, is that what you're wanting people to realize that if you just shift your perspective, if you just recalibrate, if you just see yourself, honor yourself, love yourself for who you are and actually take the time to get to know yourself and your story yeah, and like love yourself yes, and then see those. When you say see others, are you, do you, do you mean like people that just cross your path? Like, how do you, how should we see others? Because like seeing and freeing everyone is too much. So like, how do we, how do we do that? Just like the people that come across our path.
0: The people in front of you, you go, uh, you're going through TSA tomorrow. Someone, someone's listening to your podcast. You're going through TSA. When you get to the, to the front of the line and that person who's been like mad dogged, stared at, cussed at all day long, you say, Hey, officer Williams, you read their name tag and say, thank you. Thank you so much for what you're doing today. They'll almost hug you because they have not been seen. So you don't have to raise $2.4 million to see somebody. Who is it that you're going, coming across every single day? There's not one single chance encounter in your life. Every single person is desperate, desperate, desperate. To be seen. So see them. Say their name. You know, that's something that, you know, I try to do all the time. Pay for the, you know, pay for the person's Starbucks behind you. Like in line, like what are the little things we can do every single day to see people? But yes, that's what I'm saying. Can't change the world. I can't give money to every Waffle House employee in America, but I can do those five. And I did. And I've seen already the new shoes that Miss Stacy bought. She texted me. The new car that JR is going to get. She texted me the picture because we saw them and then we freed them
3: what happens when someone
0: gets seen and freed um they want to see others and free others and that is this domino effect that i'm hoping this book has on people when when you're seen when you're seen and you're freed uh, literally you like miss stacy took her money that i gave her and she's i don't know how much she's probably given half of it away because she wants to feel the same thing that i felt right and so when you see somebody and free somebody they're going to see somebody and free somebody and can you imagine if that is the domino effect that happens in america instead of the hating and binding each other that's what we're trying to get to
1: this is it your moment this is your time to make your comeback with purdue global when you come back with a purdue global degree you create opportunity for yourself your family and your future it's a degree you can be proud of a degree that employers will trust and respect Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
2: Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end.
4: Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's kni for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's kni So have you seen a ripple effect from You providing hope to people. Have
3: you seen it? Like,
0: yeah. And and the one that I really, the ones that I really see are the ones that we like give financial hope and freedom to. Is you know Tony, who we gave the seventy thousand dollars tip to, donated sixty five thousand dollars to the American Kidney Foundation because he has kidney failure. So, like, I'm like,
3: wait, you gave him uh, seventy thousand and he donated sixty of it, sixty five
0: of it, sixty five. He only kept five. The piano player. So that's what I'm talking about. People. You, it's just, you can't help. But when somebody helps you help somebody else, I see that people
3: are good. People yeah, are people good. Are
0: good. They're good.
3: They are good. Yeah. Do you feel like it's going to shift? Like, do you feel like we, we went so heavy? I interviewed Stormy Warren one time and he told me something that I've never forgotten. He's for everyone listening. Doesn't know he's like a big host in country music, but like, he was like, there's yeah. like a pendulum, you know? Yeah. And it's like, it just always swings. And I feel like we've swung so, I mean, he's not the only person that said this, but like sure. we've swung so hard one way, you know, that it's like, I feel like then it's like you have to, the recalibration happens. It's like, I feel like, do you feel like it's going, we're going to get to higher level consciousness as I, as a collective.
0: I think we can. I don't know if we will. It, it it really depends. I'm very, uh, I'm hopeful, you know, by, by seeing the more and more people that are trying to help people do this. Um, by looking at more and more people that are desiring this. I'm hopeful but there are you know I'm not, I'm not going to pretend that there's not a growing um there's not growing platforms of people that literally get paid to be mean, you know. So okay. so yeah, I'm hopeful uh, but but that that's also in my DNA and I'm never going to stop doing that.
3: <laughs> which is so ironic when the people who are paid to be mean stand on stand on their platform and they use like religion as their fuel. I always yeah. find that like so ironic, which is why I love what you're doing cuz like you're yeah. using all these great teachers as your evidence, but you're not, but it's like not using, I, I, I feel like this is where my big problem where religion has always been is yeah. that people will use tiny little facts and then just spew hate with it. And that's not right. the point of any no. of it.
0: No, it's not. And and, and again, again, I, I, I just, I use these nine words as my guide. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. If whoever it is I'm following that has strong opinions about things is dehumanizing other people and not being those things, they can still believe everything they believe. But if they don't have those nine things, then I'm not going to listen to them. And that I just think that's where we've got to start drawing lines in the sand.
3: Is that, those are the fruits of the spirit?
0: Those are, yeah.
3: So what is the point of this life, Carlos? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> what do you think the point of this life yeah. is? Like, why are we all uh, even here to yeah. have this well, physical you know, human experience?
0: Yeah. I mean, there, you know, n- now is where, um, now's where my faith comes into play. Right. So like, I can't separate um, our humanness from my faith. I mean, that, that that's like what I believe that we're here um, on earth for a purpose and, and that is to, honestly, it is, it's to free other people, uh, to give people freedom in some way, shape or form. And, you know, ultimately the freedom I hope everybody gets um, is, is freedom with eternal life, freedom, um, to, you know, to, to live in a, in a state, whether that be heaven, if that's, if that's what somebody believes, but, but getting to the place. Um, where they are completely and totally free. Not just here, because what good is it to give somebody freedom for a couple years of life and then they're, you know, they're going to bounce and go somewhere bad. It's like, no, like my goal is to give them freedom, ultimate and total freedom. And so, yeah, you know, like, but while we're here, let's give as much hope as we can and let's try to lessen the pain because we're literally only here for a blip, a blink, okay. a blink. Yeah. So we're here.
3: So you think we're here just to, free people and have hope. But like what is that? Couldn't we just be free in heaven? Like why do we have to come to the physical part of this life? Just well, to have because, a physical experience?
0: Yeah, well, no, I mean, I mean, we're we're here like like I don't think God's like wasting like like our this human experience, you know? It's it's like he is he put us here on this planet, right? So like like I'm here for a reason. And also it says, you know, in the Bible that I read uh, on earth as it is in heaven. So like like why not bring that side of heaven down here to earth? You know, I think, I think that that's a- another
1: responsibility.
3: So I love that you and Annie Downs are like besties and y'all are going yeah. on a tour. I love Annie. I've had her on the podcast too. She is, I mean, it's no shocker to me that you guys are touring together because y'all both are bringing so much hope and fun and yeah. you're, you're, you're reminding people to like actually live this life with joy and happiness yep. and enjoy your life and yeah. help others enjoy their life. And like, yeah. so tell me about this tour that y'all have happening. Cause this is epic
0: the it's called the here for you tour and we're coming to 12 cities in june and it's literally going to be Annie and I on stage for 2 hours talking about cultural issues like what's happening in the world and Annie and I don't agree on everything but it's not going to be like a like a fight it's going to be like finding hope in the midst of our of of everyone in the room leaning certain different directions you know and 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 really being here for everybody it's going to be a night where we're going to have tons of fun Um, and there's going to be maybe some special guests at some of these places, but it's like my first, like full on like tour, like I'm like getting on a tour bus selling tickets so people can come hang out with me. Uh, and it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. And you know, Annie Up downs is involved. It's going to be chaos. Yeah. Trust me.
3: (laughs) (laughs) She has so much energy just like you. I actually like marvel at people like you and Annie because your bandwidth is so big. Like you have so much, uh, room in your life to like be with people and share. Is that just your DNA? Do you just have so much coming out of you that you just have to share it?
0: Well, and I'm also an introvert. So a lot of people like- really, shocked. Yeah, shocked by that. Um, I, I'm really good at talking to my phone and I'm really good at t- and on a stage talking to people that are 10 feet away from me. Um, but like, I'm exhausted. Like, like Annie gets filled by that stuff. I'm going to have to like, it she's an extrovert. Me. Yes. And, and suck my thumb in the bus bunk uh, every single night. Cause that, that's just where I'm going to be. So, um, you know, I'm more like is, you. Are you?
3: And I yeah. love that you took like a big social media detox before you released this book. I did. Because like the amount of energy that it must be taking you to like do a podcast tour to go speak and put yourself out there. And I don't even know what all it goes into yeah. releasing a book, but like the energy that you have to exert, it's, Well, you have to just have a big, like, how do you recharge? Like when you, you prepared for this, you gave yourself some, some downtime to to prepare, prepare, prepare for this big surge of energy. Yep. Yep. How do you recharge? How do you refill when you are giving, 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 you are sharing, you are helping bless others all day, every day. How do you fill yourself back up? Fly fishing. Really?
0: hundred percent. Like I, I. Love to fly fish. So like there's not been a, and since I went fly fishing for the first time six years ago, there has not been a maybe two week period in years that I've not been waist deep in a river somewhere.
3: Where and do you the, go? Is, in I Nashville? go to the
0: Can- Caney Fork River by Center Hill, Center Hill Lake. Um, and so it's a trout fishery coming out the bottom of the of the lake, and uh, I've got a drift boat, and I take my friends and I fly fish, and that is if I'm not in a river every two weeks, my wife literally is like, "You you need to go find a river because I need you to get in that because you're starting to get." And so if I don't do that, I will lose my freaking mind. So I find myself a river all the time.
3: What happens when you fly fish? What what goes away? What leaves you? What are Everything. you able I, to I, recenter I, with?
0: I I just there's something even in the cadence of my cast. That is like, you know, prayerful, uh, just me and the fish, thanking the fish when I catch the fish telling it to go back and swim to its friends and tell the, its brothers, I want to catch them later. And just it just all the beauty. I'm just an outdoorsman. So I love, you know, I, I love being in deer stands and all the things that my cousins in East LA wonder what the heck has happened to me. They call me a red Mexican because I'm just like, you know, I moved to, to Tennessee and I'm just like all in, man, I'm all in. So there's just something, there's something about connecting with God and nature uh, that does it for me. And fly fishing has become the thing for me.
3: You had a post that really like brought tears to my eyes because I am a daughter of a a little girl. And you said something. um, Let me pull it up because it was so. Oh, this one you said. Dear, it's going to actually make me cry. You said, dear Um, moms and dads, the princess stage is amazing, but the slumber party stage is also amazing. The first crush stage is amazing, is incredible. But the boy band worship stage is remarkable. The first date stage is marvelous. Like this makes me cry when I'm like reading it. Um. The first job stage is awesome. The turning into an adult stage is everything. I just want to remind you that it keeps getting better. Sure. This makes you cry. Yeah. Sure. It may sometimes seem harder, but I promise you it gets better. Don't wish they stay little. Enjoy the miracle. That is them getting older. It's better. It's better that way. Happy national daughter. But I'm like, oh, that is so sweet. Like that is such a sweet post. And like, Crushes my heart in the best way.
0: Yeah. How do your? How do your? I have
3: a daughter who's three and a half, and she's in the princess phase, full oh, yeah. force. Like, oh yeah, yeah. And it is so sweet, and she's coming into her little personality and her like yep. just purity of spirit. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I've just never.
0: I know. Loved
3: so purely in my life. Like yeah. I've yeah. I am a big lover, but like just the yep. love of a child. And, it's like.
0: It, and it's it's it's. It. it, it I feel like God has gifted us with uh, the capacity to, as our kids who we love and pour everything into grow and develop. Um, he does. It's not like He calluses our hearts, but he, but He does give us a desire to watch them be who they were created to be. Right? Totally. So I literally two days ago. Put my daughters, who both still live at home at twenty and nineteen, because they go to college here in, in Nashville. Lucky the you! I know. I I literally am the luckiest dad on the on the earth. So all three of my kids still live under my roof. That's going to change this year. Okay. Oh but no! They all still, but I just put them on a plane to go to Paris for six weeks. Okay, now
3: why Paris? What are they doing?
0: They, they just, they're just going. They they, they they live at home and so they've saved money and they, they don't have expenses. They have jobs. And so they're like, let's just go. So they're going for six weeks. They, they got an Airbnb, paid for it all themselves and have been there for two days and are having the time of their life already. And it was the hardest thing ever for me. This is the longest I'm not going to see them.
3: And um, they're in but, another country.
0: Yeah. And they're far away. But thank God for Life360 and all the things that I can track them. But um yeah, it's just, it's, it's who we were created to give them we were created to grow them so that they can go and you know now i'm taking care of my parents right so like now i'm watching my my dad has dementia i'm watching my mom take care of him and so i'm literally caring for them and it just it just it life is beautiful it's tragic but it's beautiful too it comes full circle
3: and i love that you say that too because instead of like wishing our children to stay little instead of wishing that your dad you know had a right. full mental awareness there. It's like accepting what it is and loving all the phases of it because there's no good in wishing it were different because it's never going to be and it's never going to stay the same. And so I feel like that's where you are just so such an excellent guide for us to really like enjoy the moment, enjoy being human, enjoy yeah. the, what we're experiencing right now. And then as it changes, let's recalibrate with it. And let's keep finding yes. the good and finding the joy and seeing the good and seeing yes. seeing all the blessings instead of being upset that it's not the way that we knew it to be.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That you, Again, you're my therapist. You literally have figured me out. Like that is <laughs> the goal.
3: <laughs> well, so I just good. love that you come online with such enthusiasm and that you're sharing your message with such a spirit of like... Just, there's such a, like there's such just a, like a, an energetic vigor behind you. Mm-hmm. Like you just have so mm-hmm. much like radiating from you that just you can feel your energy and your aura and you're giving it to people and it is infectious. And mm-hmm. I'm just grateful for you, Carlos, that you are sharing this message and using your life to help others learn how to human because there is a better way. We don't have to hate each other. We don't yeah. have to all agree. but there is a way we can come together. And love and respect each other and have a much peaceful, happier world. And you are showing us that. And I'm just so grateful for you giving so much of your energy to help guide us there.
0: Well, you're making me blush and it's hard for a brown guy to blush, but I'm, I'm getting there. And I just, you know, I I thank you for even wanting to have these conversations because they are so important. And the fact that you lean into, you know, I don't want you to, I don't want you to um, give yourself a hard time for being felt to lean, lean into people's trauma and, and into hard things and into sad things, because those those are very important. Those are just as true as the good things, you know? And so, I mean, what a tag team we got here, right? Like, like you get to share those things. You get to have me come on and, you know, point people's eyes in this direction. And then you look at, you know, there is, there's, there's going to be ups, there's going to be downs, and there needs to be guides in all those areas. And that's what you're doing. So thank you for even giving me an opportunity to talk to your people. I can't believe you are letting me do this. This
3: is awesome. Oh my gosh, Carlos. You are amazing. Honestly, you are so great. And I just, I feel like this podcast has blessed my life just immensely. And I'm sure you feel the same way with yours, the people that I have gotten to connect with and have conversations with like yourself, who just opened my mind, the books that I have been led to by Mm. getting to interview people like yourself and like, get these perspectives. It's like, you have to keep feeding yourself with great information and finding great leaders and guides. And people who have really done hard work to get awesome answers and give like give some step-by-step ways of how to have a happier, better life. And you have to actively have those people in your life and search for them and be in the conversation or else you'll just get stuck in your old yeah. ways. And you'll never get true. to this place of true like happiness and joy and understanding yeah. and realizing that the world is a beautiful place because you just stay in your little tiny little micro world.
0: Yeah. <laughs> totally grow people listen grow make it your goal this year to grow in something change your mind on something Shift. oh i love
3: that change your mind journal okay yeah, let's encourage everyone journal. to get a change my journal yeah i always wrap up with leave your light and okay. basically it's just an open ended question what do you want people to know
0: i want people to know that this is actually possible in their lives, that they can actually restore a lot of relationships that may have been damaged over the last few years and uh, and and that they're seen. I want everyone that's listening to this podcast to know that they're seen. And I see them even though I don't see them. Like I see them and I know that, I know it's sucked. I know it's been a, a rough couple years, years, uh, but I promise I've seen the goodness on the other side and it's waiting for you if you just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Don't stop. Don't give up. You'll get there.
3: Amazing. How to human. Carlos Whitaker. Thank you so much for joining me. You are truly an inspiration and thank you for sharing the good word and everyone y'all, if you can go see him on tour, because I'm sure it's oh, going to be thanks. epic with you and Annie.
0: It's going you're, to be a blast.
3: You're awesome. And everyone buy this book. How to human. It's coming out tomorrow. We'll buy Let's this, go. We're going to air this well, podcast next week. So yes. it'll be out. So yeah. get the book.
0: That's right. Thanks, Caroline.
3: Thank you so much. Bye.
2: Bye